0: I don't know how authentic Twitter is in the sense that would people have that same energy in person? we step back, and back. Red Line train,
1: Farragut North. Red Line train to Farragut North. Next station's got to replace your train. What's up, everybody? My name is Cinta Taylor, and you are listening to In Transit, the podcast all about the ups, the downs, and all of the messiness that adulthood has to offer.
2: Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Not again. Yeah.
1: Twitter. Twitter famous for being a digital space for humor, creativity and a safe space for many marginalized communities infamous for spreading false information, bots and for being most associated with haters hence twitter fingers
0: trigger fingers turn to twitter fingers yeah you give them body by
1: singing whether or not you've squashed out your own personal beef on twitter i'm sure you're familiar with the platform Today Rohan, AJ, and Devin are back and we are discussing all things Twitter. Why is this platform so controversial and what makes it so unique? Stay tuned.
3: So my name is Rohan Coley, aka La, La Ro, 23. I currently live in Brooklyn, New York, but for COVID reasons I'm back in Virginia, back at home. And I guess my favorite social media is probably Twitter, although like I'm low key trying to phase out my uh, my online presence. So it'll probably be Twitter for like a a few more months to a year and then I'm gone. I'm gone.
0: My name is AJ, aka the real AJ tops. I'm 25. I live in Fredericksburg right now. And my favorite platform is definitely Twitter. Just because I feel like it incorporates a bunch of other
2: platforms. My name is Devin Willis. I just turned 22. I live in Mexico City, Mexico. And my favorite social media platform is definitely TikTok.
1: So three of us have said that Twitter is our favorite social media platform. Why? Like, what about Twitter to you guys, like, makes it premium? Like, what makes it better than others? And would you say that Twitter is, like, more real
0: or more authentic? To your first point, I think Twitter is kind of in a nice middle ground where a lot of, a lot of trends and a lot of things happen on Twitter and get dispersed through other places where, like, the joke where, like, something will be on Twitter and then two weeks later it'll be on Facebook. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think at the same time, you can also like we've talked about or like TikTok, you can you can you can know what TikTok is and kind of get an appreciation for TikTok without being on the TikTok app just through Twitter or like I I just feel like Twitter is able to reach out into a bunch of different places. Um, So it's very accessible. It's very on the front lines of the social media game.
3: Yeah, I, I, I'd agree. I think, like, just the, the nature of, like, the variety of mediums that Twitter encapsulates, like, it makes it both, like, it, it makes it versatile in a variety of things. So, like, if we look at, you know, social media as, like, a form of entertainment, like, we, you know, the mediums to digest entertainment isn't just, like, video, which sort of, like, pigeonholes what Instagram is and um, TikTok is because those are just solely videos it it, that it can work on twitter but you can also have a form of entertainment through text um through like the integration of polls now like all of these like sort of additional multimedia is kind of what keeps twitter like on the front lines um but i think also the reason why like to sort of go to the go into the second point of like if twitter is deemed in my opinion more authentic is um probably just because like it's, to, to me, Twitter is the only place that I sort of go for that isn't entertainment related. You know what I mean? Like, I can, like, in the wake of, like, the large scale, like, nationwide protests um, following George Floyd's death, like, that was the place where, you know, I, I could get, uh, obviously, like, with a degree of bias, but I could get, like, a lot of, like, footage, a lot of content, a lot of takes, even, like, to an extent, um, about currently what's going on. Um, in, whereas in the more traditional like formats of Washington Post or New York Times and stuff, it's, it just wasn't as sort of like raw to the extent that we, at least our generation sort of like requires, you know? So, um, yeah, I think that's the only social media. I think Instagram is sort of late to the game with it, but like second place. Um, and then some of the rest sort of trail after
1: yeah, I think it's interesting that you bring up, like, finding news on Twitter, because especially, I feel like in college, we did a lot of, like, criticizing Twitter as a news source, but, I mean, I think especially amongst our age group, like, people in their 20s, I feel like a common answer to where do you get your news would be Twitter. Yeah, and so, I, of course... I, the reason I'm-
3: Sorry the reason I brought up the the like that that specific example was just like the nature of what the type of information that was being sort of presented is like mm-hmm. that was something that like the media was at was it was being criticized at the time for lack of footage you know what i mean so like people yeah. desired like raw raw footage yeah it but is i have the like a, I have a very different take thing. about exactly yeah, yeah yeah and and just because it's so democratic you know like anyone gets the same equal platform that's a problem in itself and we could totally get into that in a a little bit but um i think with that as like a as a key example that's like sort of the benefits of twitter which i guess in a way makes it authentic um so
1: yeah i don't know if this is a hot take but i feel like out of well okay i don't know if this is a hot take but i don't think any social media platform could ever be actually authentic like fully if we're looking at twitter instagram facebook tiktok reddit let's say those are the big five (laughs) Y'all, I am just as confused as you probably are. I don't know why I added Reddit to that list. Um, Maybe I was thinking about Reddit in terms of like a digital information platform in a sense, similar to Twitter. But yeah, definitely I did not mean Reddit is a social network. I know it's not a social network. Um, It is an online forum, I guess. So maybe that's where I was going with it. But pretend I said Snapchat. I don't know why I didn't add Snapchat to that list. (laughs) All right, back to the episode. I feel like Twitter is probably the most authentic of those five because with like instagram and facebook you're so much it's so much more just about you like you're presenting just your own self which twitter can be but like i find that people are less like showing who they are on twitter as just like sharing their thoughts and ideas you know and whatever that may be for them whereas like on facebook you're like here are photos of me and my family this is where i go to school this is like where i work whatever and instagram it's like well here's me looking the hottest i can look at all times Here's the highlights <laughs> of my life, my social life. This is me just being cool on Instagram. Wow. And then Reddit's like, Reddit's interesting because it has like a lot of that informational aspect, but also it's like a black hole because it's like it's an it's anonymized. So anything goes on Reddit. Right. Twitter is interesting. Kind of, it's like a unique case in that sense. So it's like, in my opinion, the most authentic of what we have. And then what you were saying, Rohan, where it's um multiple mediums, like text, Video, photo, and then also it's the most. It's very niche. Like there's space on Twitter for anybody. So many different sects of Twitter, and like multiple, like many different ones intertwine too. Black Twitter. Black Twitter is probably the biggest like subculture of Twitter. I think like it's the it's the one that I think the most people know about, um, and is the most influential in a sense. At UVA, I actually took a class my fourth year called Black Twitter, and we studied Black Twitter, how it's been like socially and politically important over the past couple years, which I think has been amazing. And so AJ and Devin, how have you guys seen Black Twitter grow? What is it? How is it like important to you if it's important to you?
0: I think one piece of it is that maybe in other places, we don't always see, kind of of going back to the authenticity piece, we don't always see that. And so even if it's um, shows made by Black producers or Black creators, it's still made for a wider audience. Whereas Twitter, I mean, I'm, I'm tweeting out to people, but t- Twitter isn't for some large audience, right? Twitter at the end of the day is for me. Um, and so I think people are able to take what they want and when they come together and see things that seem even more, that they're able to connect to even more so than just um, seeing, a I don't know, seeing a TV show, seeing a movie, um, they can really hook on to that, and I think one one piece kind of um, tangentially related to that is since I've been back home um, with everything going on, I think it's been really interesting to see um, both of my parents. They they were like on Twitter, but not really on. They were like parents on Twitter, but yeah. now they're like <laughs> lost. <laughs> now they're like very much engaged and like sending dms and like sending me tweets like did you see this and it's the the spectrum of things that they are in tune to is really interesting to me to see grow in the last handful of months
1: that's cool i feel like my dad has kind of gotten into that too not to the point where he like is sending me dms or would understand like any Twitter humor. I mean, he finds things funny. Like I'll show him twi- tweets and he thinks they're hilarious, especially like political ones. Um, but he'll be like, Oh yeah, I like heard this thing happened. And I'd be like, how did you know about it? He's like Twitter. So I'm just like, okay, cool. Especially cause like, I feel like for parents, it's kind of like, who are y'all following? Cause like, they don't have that like social immediate. So like, cause when we make Instagram accounts, Twitter accounts, we just follow everybody that we know. And most of the people we know have accounts. Whereas like for my parents, like, yeah none of their friends really have like Twitter accounts. I mean, so it's funny because I'm like, what's your feed even looking like?
3: It's just free cigar bro.
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Them parents be at the mercy of like whoever's algorithm. (laughs) Right. At least I know I'm getting group, group think from like people my age and all that stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna come at the question from a different angle. It's 2020, right? So in this moment, it is so hard to even focus, for me anyway, to focus on the positive aspects and all the great things that Black Twitter has done over the past 10 years, because there's so much bullshit. I'm like bitter and fed up, like I'm openly resentful. I'm so over it, I really am. I would delete Twitter if, it, like you said, it wasn't such a fantastic aggregate of media and stuff. Uh, but I think, that, I think that Black Twitter, if it's not over already, it's almost over because 80% of it is people doing digital Blackface now like anime mm-hmm. avy accounts talking like mm-hmm. whoever they think black people sound like or even black people doing like an imitation of who other people want them to be on the internet like that shit is so whack and i'm over it
1: yeah and going off of that i think that's a great segue too into cancel culture and like the levels of cancel culture yeah My take on cancel culture is like to a degree cancel culture is important, not in the act of like just canceling itself, but just like talking about why people need to be checked essentially and what they're saying, especially people with big platforms and like big online presence. There are levels of cancel culture. I feel like cancel culture has become so much of Twitter in a sense. Like every time I open my Twitter feed, it's just like, I want to say like 60% just like people canceling other people. And I feel like (laughs) in a way that has detracted from the power of the idea of canceling as a beneficial thing, because it's like, there's so much of it going on that I feel like it makes me just like kind of scroll past. Like, of course when it's like a big name and big things happening, I like will be like, okay, I read it. I understand it. But I feel like it's just taken over Twitter in a sense what are your thoughts
2: on that i I agree with my whole chest i think that the power of canceling has declined because it's been if not abused then certainly like manipulated a lot in the past maybe three or four years where it stopped being about let me there's some okay there's something that's there's not there's a little like there's an innate sacrifice that goes into the idea that there is a structural problem collectively this person's behavior is exhibiting it so we're going to make this person an example in the hopes that the community will stop doing it right and so like one person kind of has to pick up the L and sometimes that used to be like a really empowering thing where it's like okay this ends here but now I feel like it's become much more yeah like uh much more interpersonal and it's really like about like scoring points and wow. I saw a tweet that I think mm-hmm. encapsulated it the other day it was like a lot of people's a lot of the left anyway their politics a lot of it is a pretext for interpersonal cruelty right and like mm-hmm. that's what I feel like has kind of taken over much of the canceling conversation lately. And it it's hard because it makes it hard to take anything serious because it's like, did this person really violate or like, you just don't like this nigga and you can't settle it any other way but
0: Twitter.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Here's actually my biggest gripe about cancel culture as we know it. And this is one that's changing for the better. So I'm feeling optimistic actually. My main reason why I felt like cancel culture was fundamentally inauthentic is because why would you care about getting canceled by niggas who don't like you? Basically, the idea of, the, of, of canceling someone, right, is that because there's no legal recourse, there's no other structural power recourse to get justice, we have to do it as a community and inflict justice through, you know, we're going to air your shit out, we're going to, like, expose you, like, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. That only makes sense if that given part is the true, which is that we are a community, which we are not. And at UVA, it was a lot of, like, fake community, Mm -hmm. like don't try to hold me accountable because we're not actually friends like you don't fuck with me i don't fuck with you so why would you pretend like you calling me out is something that's about something constructive it's about your vendetta Mm. so i feel like we have to be realistic about how we're defining community before we i would accept cancels from my cola people because they're saying it out of my best interest you out of pocket get it together i'm not gonna cancel culture kind of like pushes this echo chamber because it's people pretending that it's about community but they're sending these shots from like amazing social distances. And that's how you like, I feel like know that it's phony, at least in my experience.
1: So in checking, Devin, you brought up the, the idea of people shooting shots at people and not that type of shoot, not the good kind of shooting shot, the like yeah. aggressive shooting shots from like a distance. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about Twitter fingers. How do y'all see Twitter fingers go on? Do y'all still see it happen? And most importantly, can you outgrow Twitter fingers?
2: I want to make a distinction that I think will guide this conversation. If I know you in real life, why the fuck are you calling me out on the internet? Big I facts. refuse to believe that's in good faith. Hit my big DM. Facts. If you're in a party and your homie is wild, do you say, this
0: nigga
1: wildin!
2: Or do you say, bro, come here, <laughs> let me talk to you. You wildin'. Come by the ear head. like, ah, ah. <laughs> Right? Like, uh. So let's just talk about what is clearly and what, what is obviously an act of good faith and what is not an act of good faith. And everyone knows the difference.
1: So, for people that are calling other, like, if if you're, like, calling your friend out, right, on social media, you're quote-tweeting being, like, I can't believe you're saying that, all of this stuff, like... Are we friends? Are Are you friends? Yeah, like, I would feel like I would have to reevaluate like, my whole social circle if, like, anybody that I was close friends with was, like, putting me on blast, like, publicly on Twitter. I mean, if I was, like, really... Like, if I was just spouting out a bunch of, like, really horrible things that were, like, completely mind-blowing or, like, opposite of my character to anybody who knows me, that's a little... You know what I mean? Like, if I was going on a rant, like, a racist rant, God forbid, like, on Twitter or something, okay, that's, like, one thing. But, like, if I tweeted one thing, maybe, that, like, was a little ignorant or that, like, read, rubbed people the wrong way... How would you deal with somebody calling you out? Has that ever happened to you? Like, has anybody ever like put you on blast publicly, like on the internet?
2: I've been on the spot many times, and them shits is funny now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm on a burner account now because yeah, exactly. Do not, <laughs> That's
1: why
0: motherfuckers That's do not
2: moving good faith. The fuck? Why'd I leave my neck open for y'all? Because y'all don't right. y'all are here to play me. Like y'all are not here. Because if y'all were here for me, I'd get that DM right. Where it's like, yo, delete this homie for X, Y, and Z reasons. Mm-hmm. Anytime I got you. But nah, it's like quote tweet, kill yourself, delete you this.
3: <laughs> you ain't shit, your mom ain't shit. Right. Family
2: ain't shit. Fuck you as a staff, a record label and a motherfucker.
0: Right. Fuck. <laughs> Do y'all think that there's a difference between adding some like, like replying or like quoting, tweeting or and like subtweeting, right? Like would would you feel some type of way more with one or the other?
2: I, I thought subtweeting was officially corny now, that's like twenty fourteen, right? Yeah. But
1: I like, feel like I I feel like quote tweeting is more aggressive. Quote tweeting is yeah. like, more passive-aggressive, which makes it more aggressive in my eyes. Essentially, I feel like quote tweets are more vicious and replies are like... Yeah. Replies, I feel like, are when people are like, are you good? Yeah. Replies are like, nerdy. I
2: feel like replies are, are earnest. It's like... Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. But if it's, if it's any one of y'all, like anybody that I fuck with, if I see you losing your mind on the TL, I'm a. That's a text. I'm gonna text you. Is you good? Cause you wild. You making us look bad as a unit. <laughs> <laughs> as, a unit.
3: <laughs> as a motherfucking crew.
2: <laughs> there, are, there are definitely distinct rules of engagement, right? It's like, okay, are, are my bases covered, right? Cause I feel like also half the reason heads stay silent on Twitter is because they know somebody could go and they shit and this you, and you, you're done. It don't even matter if you were right. Cause you got brave. It's it's so toxic. It's so crazy. I can't do it.
1: Say I saw two people have like say I saw two people, which I've seen on the timeline, like start beef and just have it back and forth between them. Like I wouldn't get involved. Like if I saw one of the parties tweet something really problematic, like unless that was like one of my best friends that was getting disrespected, I wouldn't necessarily like quote tweet it. If I if they're just mutuals or something, because that's just not my business. Like they're already talking to each other. They're handling it. Just sat there and shut up. <laughs> exactly like yeah. if I just I just feel like if you butt your head into business that you're not welcome like it it's not almost well. never it just never goes well
2: so. part of it is we're all young and a little bit vicious and so I'm like when I see somebody really like trying to die on some hill on Twitter that shit is a show because they will take on 50 heads on the internet and it's not like that shit isn't permanent like you don't know when that shit's gonna come up for you again it's like this you <laughs>
1: And now you have people, though, who make that their whole online persona. Like, we don't have to call them out and we don't have to get too into it. But I'm just saying, like, there are people on Twitter who, like, only tweet to call other people out or only tweet to be like, I am the person on Twitter that is known for this. Like, I'm the most woke of them all, you know. And I think that that's really interesting. That's where I see the calling out like I see that's where I see calling out bleeding into like the personal clout thing right. you know where it's like I don't think that they're necessarily ill intended for doing that but sometimes it's kind of like you can't really tell if they're doing it for personal gain or like to actually address the issue at hand
2: all right AJ will you please speak on the subject because I'm about to give a little soapbox about this topic right after you. here done. we
0: go
1: <laughs> <What are you laughs> waiting for
0: let's I'll go please
2: weigh um, in brother AJ
0: so my thought was, I, I don't know how authentic Twitter is in the sense that would people have that same energy in person, right? Like if somebody's out here canceling somebody, saying you're done at every little sign, like trying to lead all these movements, but for for the clout, for their personal gain, right? Is that how they are as a person, which who am I to tell you what to do, whatever? Or is that their Twitter persona, and even though they have these real things about them, do you have that same energy in person?
1: That's super valid because I think we all know, like, there's like a common known thing basically where it's like, oftentimes people that have a really specific and really strong energy any type of way online is like often not like that in right. real life.
2: A spooky in real life. Exactly. AJ's okay, point. Talk- all this shit. Say it concisely and diplomatically. People yeah. who are big online don't have that energy in, per- in person. And they typically can't fight. Most of the stuff that they bring online is not things that they actually care about. It's about stunting for like your bird audience who are going to gas bitch every little nitpicky thing you want to bring up on the internet, right? Yeah. And so I agree with AJ. Twitter is not authentic anymore. It's a lot of people posturing as like gatekeepers to these communities that they have increasingly tenuous connections to. And it's it's really sad because people who are, I think, also insecure, right? Like maybe they're non-black, maybe they're not queer, whatever it is. Because they're so worried about being canceled themselves, they feel pressured to co-sign the nonsense of whatever person happens to feel courageous and get loud on the internet. It's like ruined the quality of the conversation we can have over the past few years. And that's why I don't fuck with Twitter like that no more. It's like a house of cards, right? Like, you know that there is weight behind marginalization now. And so people feel like people feel like they need to, one, hide their privilege and like, not be upfront about it, which becomes very sinister when you're having, like, good, good faith conversations, right? So it's like, there's, like, some kind of correlation between most marginalized voice in the real world, most authoritative voice on the digital world. And it's something that I think is getting to a point that the conversations are not effective anymore, because if I were, like, some, you know, white person, I wouldn't feel comfortable speaking to a low income black person on Twitter because so many people would just want my neck off the strength of who I am, like off rip, Mm -hmm. no no matter what my intentions were, no matter how sincere I was in my question or whatever, because it's just so sudden death and it's so gotcha on Twitter. And it is just funky now, it's weird. Mm -hmm. But what's gotten better is the fact that now that abolition is a big part of the conversation and we're realizing that, okay, the idea of destroying someone who makes a mistake is not consistent with the idea that this person's a part of our community and so we must improve that person. So when people are like, okay, well, we're going to put the carceral politics aside and we're going to talk right. about restorative justice and X, Y, and Z, okay, then that's convincing. It's like, all right, thanks, so you called me out because you're trying to get this shit done and not because you want some retweets or whatever. And I think that the backlash against people taking seriously being called out by people who make calling out their business, regardless of whether or not there's actually a sense of community there, I think that was understood. And now we're learning from it and moving on and getting away from those more punitive visions of what a call-out looks like and the more yeah. constructive ones.
0: Everything that you just described, Devin, uh, made me think of uh, No Name, right? The, no and, Name and Cold? I don't know if I can, like, properly sum up her Twitter experience, um, but I think she's a very good case of you know better, you do better, right? Mm-hmm. So she was called out on various things, and so she read up, that it wasn't it wasn't like a you're attacking me so now I'm attacking you type of deal right it was it was like it was a real conversation i think that's not that that's ever going to be the way that it is with everybody because people aren't like that's not what people are looking for but i think like you were saying that is kind of a step that we can take and that is being taken to an extent
2: i'm a, i'm going to get canceled for this one but i feel so strongly about tone policing Everybody calls everything tone policing today, but I will die on this hill. The expectation that I will not listen to you if you don't talk to me like you got some goddamn sense is not crazy. That's not tone policing. (laughs) And so No Name is a great example, right, where she was wildly ignorant in her pro-capitalist views on Twitter, got her shit rocked, came back the next month singing a whole different song and then had that aggressive ass energy with other people who were ignorant. And it's like, where is the humility? Am I crazy for asking, expecting that from your practice? Yeah. After you recognize you are living proof that it's arbitrary as to whether or not you get to know better or not. So why you would to weaponize that against other people? I don't understand it. So talk to people like you got some sense.
1: AJ, you brought this up. A little bit ago so let's go into it where it's like the levels of cancel culture because i think that all of this is super important um i don't want to spend too too much time um evaluating like the pros and cons of cancel culture itself but let's talk about the levels um because i think we haven't gotten to that yet
0: so I think, I think the conversation has got got a lot more in depth um been a lot better than the initial point that i was trying to make um but we have some mutual friends and i know some people that like aren't on Twitter or aren't on social media because they're scared of being canceled for whatever reason. They're like, well, I don't want to say something wrong and then get canceled. Mm -hmm. But their level of canceling, like if someone says something mean to you on Twitter, like that doesn't mean you don't have a job anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I think the majority of what we think of as being canceled is just someone saying like, no, that was dumb as shit. Like, and if it is, then like that's what it is, like right. That's just getting checked.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of people don't really understand what canceling, Stupid. quote unquote, really is. Right. Like, it's just, I th- that's what I'm saying. it's just encapsulating so much that like
3: Perfect. people really don't understand what exactly we're critiquing. Even sometimes I have difficulty, like like okay, so wait, wait, wait. wait. So where we where are we going after right now? Like, which part are we attacking? Mm-hmm. So yeah.
1: All right. So moving from like canceling to checking, because I think that I think that that's like a good way of reframing what we see going on as like, I think if a lot of people just reframed what they're experiencing or what they're seeing as checking, I think conversations would like, I feel like people would be more, I don't want to say open because it's not like anybody would just be open to getting checked, but I feel like it would seem (laughs) like less like life-stopping you know what I mean like I feel like the ass like the the whole aspect of like growing from getting canceled or like the growth aspect of cancel culture I feel like if we framed it as like check culture or whatever like I feel like that provides the more like growth to that name does that make sense I don't know if I just explained that well but like if someone said "Oh, was like you just got checked for saying this thing like I just view, just, like, in using that language, I would view that as being, like, okay, I got checked, but that doesn't mean, like, my whole reputation or whatever is thrown away. That just means, oh, like, I got called out, but, like, I'm gonna change. Versus yeah. if someone's, like, oh, since you got canceled, then I feel like it's so much hard to, it's harder to, like, redeem yourself.
2: You can't bounce back from that.
1: You can't bounce back from that.
2: At least on TikTok, everyone knows that they, like, because I'm on TikTok, I am already corny. So you know, I'm not trying to impress you. Let me get these <laughs> fucking jokes off about getting my heart broke or whatever, like extra TMI <laughs> shit they're talking about.
3: I think, I, like, just to just to make the conversation a little bit more holistic and not just like driven. But- and almost like an echo chamber in some way. Because I think we all feel the same way. Like, I, I, I'm with Deb. I'm with AJ on, on, on these topics. But like, especially just for like, almost like all of us are inherently like historians of social media at this point. Like, we just have to know like the background of a lot of things. Like, it's really important for the people who, especially on the far right now, like, as I mentioned earlier, who are trying to weaponize the idea of cancel culture and like stuff like there There are benefits and it's key to an understanding like the reasons in which like cancel culture was a result of like specific problem just for the holistic sense, like understand like a lot of the result of cancel culture is very much like problems with systems and that doesn't necessarily make a bunch of things right. But like, I don't know, it gives, it just gives better context and especially on figuring out what ends up being the right solution that that should have at least should give us insight as to like what not to
2: do. You know what I mean? I began with, I recognize that because we're in the moment, it is really hard to, like, recognize all the good and all the necessity behind, like, vigilante justice or digital vigilante justice. And, like, um, I agree with, bro, it is totally a an outcry from, like, years of being silenced. And so I recognize there's a certain amount of smoke that we will have to collectively tolerate as people are compensating for the past.
3: Yeah, I think that that touches on like a, that touches on a point that like I've started to see now and there are, they're starting to become like a new sort of wave of like journalism that is starting to like really break down this. Um, I think the the reason being is probably just because now like the term cancel culture is now being weaponized by like more right-wing political parties as a way to like sort of call out left-wing groups and say like i I know like um the huge controversy recently was barry weiss like resigning from the new york times and then she went on bill maher and sort of said with her whole chest like new york times is becoming soft like cancel culture is a problem and stuff um and that's like a specific problem that i don't want to get into but the, the point that i was trying to get at was is that um like the term itself encapsulates so much that like it's it you can it's doing way too much at this point like like someone someone trying to say like cancel culture is either good or bad like your description of of cancel culture you're only addressing like one specific point of it because the term itself is is an umbrella term that's supposed to cover everything from like calling someone out someone who is like you know representative of a really problematic system and it's At one point at the initial start of like cancel culture was like the benefit, right? Like using a democratic platform to call someone out um, as a way to sort of address like the systemic problems that exist. But that is the same amount of stuff or that's that's the same problem that's under the umbrella such as what Dev mentioned, like the interpersonal conflicts. Like what is the, it is a pretext to sort of use it as a weapon to call out someone that you just don't fuck with. Right. Um, just bite that nigga. Come on, y'all. Right. Like, <laughs> square <laughs> <That> up happen.
1: <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to Stop Six of In Transit. What do you think? Have you learned anything new about Twitter? Do you have your own hot takes about Twitter? If so, let us know what you think. You can always hit us up at IntransitPod on Instagram and Twitter, or you can send us a voice message on Anchor. We'd love to hear from you, so definitely let us know if you agree with us or disagree with us. Alright guys, I hope y'all are staying safe, taking care, and I will see y'all at the next stop.